The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host, guest, random reptoid, or chupacabra may not necessarily reflect those of AM950 Radio, its affiliates, or its sponsors. Now, it's time to step into the unknown. There are things people experience but never talk about. A shadow moving in the corner, flickering of the lights, a disembodied voice. We invite you to talk with us, share your story, share your experience, because this isn't just your story, this is our story. This is Ghost Box Radio with Greg Bakken. And this is Ghost Box Radio on AM 950, where every night we talk about the paranormal, UFOlogy, Bigfoot, and so much more. Good evening, everybody. My name is Greg Bakken. Thank you very much for joining me. You know what it is. It's Casual Friday. How exciting. We made it to the end of the week. Hopefully you didn't rip anyone's face off at work or anything, that you are uh, happy uh, to get on with the weekend. There is so much to get to tonight. I, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, but I'll tell you, it's, it's, it's going to be, this could be a very emotional program tonight, folks. Uh, the first segment tonight, we're going to go over uh, some of the most recent UFO sightings that everyone's saying is the best evidence that they've ever seen. We're going to talk about that a little bit. That's not the emotional part. The second part, uh, when we get into the second segment, I asked a question tonight, part of the question of the week. And I understand that this is a tough one. And I'm really actually very surprised at how many people had responded to it, uh, but I, my question is, and you could put it your answer if you'd like to share, you could put your answer in the comments as well, um, if you could have just five more minutes with a loved one that passed five minutes, what would you say? What would you want to talk about? Is there a period of time in their life that you would like that five minutes to take place in? That's a lot. I, it's a heavy one for a Friday. I certainly... Uh, would uh, would agree with that, but I, I was very honestly, I was shocked with how many responses I got. I don't even know if I can get through them all tonight. Um, but we will we'll do so. So I just want to start and say uh, thank you all for sharing this extremely personal information. I've had a couple of you reach out to me privately and share your stories, but uh, you, I, you know, reaching out privately, I don't think you want them right on the air. And I, I will. Uh, completely, uh, I will completely respect that. But I mean, this is this was a very, a very uh, a personal question tonight, isn't it? So uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that segments two and segment three. I am I, there is so many to get through tonight, and you know we got some people who are joking around with the answer. And you know, some days I'm I'm in a jokey mood. I actually have a pretty good sense of humor. Other days I am not in a jokey mood, and I block that person. I'm just like, yeah, you're done, you know, because they're being they're being cute, and uh, I just like, you know, I ain't, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna bother with that. Uh, so uh, I just I really want to um, I really want to say how much I was uh, uh, you know just just kind of threw me off I guess a little bit before we get into it I do want to remind everybody uh, if you're able to uh, if you have something that you want to do this weekend uh, Charvinity Fair is doing a psychic and healing fair in collaboration with Maria Shaw remember we had both Shar and Maria on Tuesday's program. It's at the Minneapolis. Uh, it's a Minneapolis convention. It is at the Minneapolis Marriott Airport Hotel. That is uh, tomorrow and Sunday. 
the 24th and 25th. Uh, I will be there both days. I'll have a table set up. Don't let that stop you from uh, coming out and enjoying the festivities. But if you do go out there, please do me a great favor and uh, please uh, let let them know that uh, you heard about it through Ghostbox Radio. You get absolutely nothing from that. I'm just going to be very honest. There is no discount or anything. But what uh, you would get out of it, what I would get out of it, would be uh, possibly some uh, future um, collaborations and stuff. Because we just want to make sure that our message is getting out there. So if you are going out there and you heard about uh, this uh, Charvinity Psychic and Healing Fair from us, please just let them know when you pay the money to get in that you heard about it through Ghostbox Radio. All right, so a couple couple people in the comments already. It's Casual Friday, so let's have some fun. Uh, Ernie says, this has been a week that I was seriously concerned about the potential need to have bail money for his wife, Denise. We could set up a GoFundMe for you, uh, Denise, if you so need it. Uh, Pamela says, the question, the question of the week was fun to think about, even if you don't get to it. Um, you know, and that's just it. I I, that's, I think that's going to be the interesting thing about the responses, the range of the responses, because I think it hit people very, some people very hard. It hit people, I think, more, Pamela, I kind of see it more of the way that, not whimsical, uh, but certainly something like, well, what would happen if I had five more minutes with my dad? You can't say that you've never thought about that before, right? I mean, that can't be the first time some of you ever thought about that. So I just find it uh, really, uh, I, I personally think of it as kind of a sweet question. I know that your mileage may vary on that. So <laughs> we're going to get to that in the second segment. Uh, first segment, though, I want to talk about, did you all see that footage? I actually put it up on uh, Ghostbox Radio with Greg Bach and on Facebook, um, that uh, pilot Jorge Ortega captures clear footage of alien UFO theories flare up after video goes viral. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to be reading a, a story here. This, these aren't my words. Uh, unidentified flying objects and extraterrestrial life have been subject of ongoing viral uh, internet debate. While there is a sect of nerds, he calls us nerds, if you wish, I'm, I've been called worse, that have all the proof to, pro to prove that existence of alien life on Earth on the other side is the cynical bunch that refuses to feed into any theories. Basically saying there's folks like myself that are kind of like, we'll believe anything. And then there's the other side that's uh, not quite as easy to, uh, to uh, prove and not to, uh, to fall into to, to place like us. Recently, these two groups raised their voices when footage captured by pilot Jorge Ortega surfaced online, the object flies past the plane at high speed, seemingly defying the laws of physics. The pilot manages to capture the UFO in surprisingly clear footage. In the video recorded by the Colombian pilot, a large silver-shaped disc, a uh, shaped object is seen flying past his airplane high up in the sky. The video was posted on social media a few days ago and has since been viewed by millions of people. While posting the video, Ortega allegedly claims that he caught a glimpse of a UFO while flying over Antiquia, uh, Colombia. I know, I know. You're all just like, you just butchered that. Um, <clears throat> so there's a lot of bizarre internet theories that have come up. People are regarding the video as the best UFO footage ever seen. However, there are, of course, those who do not believe in supposed UFO sightings. After seeing the footage, one user was reminded of the Bob Lazar documentary. Watching this short clip reminded me of the documentary of Bob Lazar, Area 51, and Flying Saucers. Um, another thought, it was just a balloon floating in the air. 
It's a balloon and it's not even moving, they say. It's just an illusion from being in a vehicle, in this case a plane, moving towards and then away from the object. And when you see the footage, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I, I can kind of see that. Another speculated something much different than alien invasion. They said that looks like a Chinese supersonic drone. Uh, one believed it was a Navy drone. That's a freaking Navy drone. That's what he said. Uh, that's, you can quote him on that. We have photos of them on carriers. They went through a lot of testing. We got photos of that, too. One simply cracked a Star Wars joke. He says, I'm pretty sure that's the Mandalorian. Um, as long as it has Baby Yoda in it, I mean, what, what more can you possibly have? Uh, and then uh, going, looking on, uh, let's see, someone believes it could be a Mylar balloon. And for those wondering what Mylar balloons are, you might be more familiar with the object that you're aware of. These balloons are made from a thin, flexible material called Mylar. They have a metallic coating that reflects light and gives the balloon a shiny appearance. Often filled with helium, these balloons are the ones people use at their birthday parties to add a bit of sparkly in life to the room. The festive balloons are often spotted stranded in the air with no way back to the ground. I, I didn't mean to end the story on such a sad note that these balloons will never see the earth again until they crash land onto them. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's... So if you haven't seen the footage, go check it out. Love your thoughts on it. My personal thoughts on it. I, I agree. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's a UFO at all. I don't think it's anything to do with anything outside of this planet. Um, I think that personally... I believe that that is some sort of uh, military craft. I mean, it has kind of the wing structure to it and whatnot. If it's like some sort of uh, military airplane, I don't know which country. I don't know anything about it. could be something top secret. I actually kind of also like the idea of uh, the one person who thought it might be a balloon because, you know, it's, it's like we see this object come up to the plane, but what if it's the plane coming up to the object? I don't know. I mean, I think that's, I don't, I, you know, I think that's relatively valid as well. Uh, so, yeah, just a lot of interesting thoughts on that. Um, if any of you had seen that footage, uh, let me know what you think in the comments. I'd be very curious to see your thoughts about it as well. It's, um, <clears throat> you know, I mean, here, here's where we're at with this, though, folks. We're getting closer and closer, I feel like, to some kind of disclosure. We've been talking about this for a while now, and we've talked about it especially since July of last year, when we've had those con congressional, uh, you know, hearings on UFOs, and uh, people are kind of getting a little bit more excited by the possibility that there is uh, that there is a like a possibility of of other life out there. If you talk to a lot of mediums and stuff, they tell you that a dis you know that these alien beings are going to be letting themselves known to us whether our any governments want it or not and it's like it's coming sooner than later so i mean you, who knows <clears throat> and i'm curious to know and you know maybe this will we'll save this for a question of the week at some point too is uh do you think that the earth and let's let's make it even more more silly let's make it do we think that the u.s is ready for some kind of disclosure i mean you know, if, if, if we are hoarding toilet paper during a pandemic, how are we going to be ready for some alien encounter from, you know, another, another planet, another solar system, another galaxy? So that's, uh, that's really, 
Um, it actually makes me sad thinking about it. That's not actually a good question. It, it makes me very sad actually thinking about it. I feel like chaos will prevail in that situation. But I, I find that to be um, an interesting story this week. And, you know, I love the fact that everyone's like, it is deemed the best UFO footage of all time. Well, yeah, I don't think it's a UFO. I mean, you know, in the grandest sense, it's an unidentified flying object. Yes, I will give you that. To me, I always do team, seem to put UFO to being the same as uh, out of this out of this you know world. But uh, I guess we'll see. Now <clears throat> we've been talking. Now Emily says maybe we'll finally unite us. I I admire your uh, your uh, positivity. I really do. Uh, you know, and I I hope that uh, that is what what happens someday. Maybe it will unite. It will unite us because we have to fight against it. No, I'm just kidding. Or am I? But uh, that's uh, that's something to uh, to <laughs> kind of think of as well. All right. So the question of the week, my friends, um, and I'd like to go first. Uh, if you could have five more minutes with a loved one that passed, just five minutes, what would you say? What would you want to talk about? Is there a period of time in their life you'd like five minutes? to take place in. And so where I came from with this personally, and I've thought about this for a while, and I, I think five minutes is too short, but it's my question, so I can I can say what I want. Uh, <clears throat> I just think about my dad. I had a lot of time with my mom, and uh, she, is, she was fantastic, uh, just a wonderful person. My dad, uh, is, it was a good, he's a good man. He was a good, good man, and he... Uh, it's very quiet. He kind of kept to himself. He would kind of get a little bit more open a little bit as time goes on. You know, and he was a, he was great to me as when as a child, but I think children possibly or maybe it was just me, and I mean that in all seriousness, wasn't really his thing. You know, um so but the older I got, the more we got along very well. And uh I I would love just to go back in time to maybe when I was 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 in that area. And he would always do his like work stuff in the basement. He had a little workshop, whether he'd be making model airplanes or working on stuff to help fix up the house, he'd be doing something along those lines. Those were Saturday and Sundays, basically, mainly Saturdays. He'd have his music blaring. There'd be music from the 50s and 60s. And uh, he would uh, be working on stuff. I think... I would love just to spend some time just watching him work. That's what I think I would like to do. I think I would much rather, and because I, I don't really have any questions to ask him I, or just say anything. I think I'd just like to just sit and watch him do his thing when he was in his element, when he was in his prime, not when he, um, he had uh, uh, a, a disability that uh, would allow him, that he couldn't... Uh, pick up stuff he, he it really affected his nerves uh so you know he, he he just had so much trouble with that but then but going back to that time when he would work out every day he would uh be able to be like uh hanging from a work site like you know hundreds of feet off the ground doing pull-ups um i'd love to see him in his element during doing that and that's the sort of thing that uh we're going to be talking about here when we uh, do um, the, your answers to question of the week, it's uh, 
I think it's a great uh, question to ask, quite honestly. And that's what we're going to be doing here. We're going to get to your answers here after the break. And if you want to put them into the comments, you're more than welcome to as well. You're listening to Ghost Box Radio on AM950. And I want to thank everybody who has taken uh, part in the February Listener Appreciation Month. I see people who are in the comments that they're taking uh, part in other uh, online stuff for the station, for other programs and stuff. And I just wanted to thank you all very much for doing that uh, because it, it is really fun to see uh, everyone listen to other programs as well. Now, I did mention to everybody that uh, we have uh, the Charvinity fair on uh, Saturday and Sunday with uh, Maria Shaw that is going to be over at the uh, Minneapolis Marriott Airport. That's 2020 American Boulevard. That's uh, tomorrow and Sunday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And I also want to um, let everyone know about, too, over at Magus Books uh, tomorrow, they're doing something about chaos magic. You're going to be able to learn how to make sigils and the history of the chaos magic movement it's going to be a great time. They're doing some really good stuff over there. Uh, to find out the times and everything else regarding the Chaos Magic, please uh, visit uh, megasbooks.com, and uh, you'll be able to see the other stuff that they have coming up as well. So it's a jam-packed weekend, and uh, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. And like I said, I'm going to be over at, uh, I'm going to be over at uh, the Charvinity Fair tomorrow. I'm going to have a table. Uh, please stop by and say hello. I'd greatly appreciate it. All right, so we have we have the question of the week here that uh, we want we would like to talk about, and uh, once again, folks, I'm going to ask the I'm going to the question I asked was this: um, if you could just have five more minutes with a loved one that has passed, just five minutes, what would you say? What would you want to talk about? Is there a period of time in their life? that five minutes, uh, the five minutes to take place in like a special period that they, you know, that you remember them at their prime or whatever else. That is uh, completely, uh, you know, up to you. If you want to put your answers in the comments, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read uh, what I have here. Um, this is from my page and I got over 20 some comments about this. Uh, so uh, Diana says, my uncle, I would want to say, I would want to say goodbye because he left us unexpectedly, and I, I understand how uh, hard that can be. So once again, Diana says, "My uncle, I would want to say goodbye. He left us unexpectedly, and how much appreciated and loved him, as well as being been trying to find new foods more because of him." Isn't it amazing the um, what they leave behind? Uh, what what you what what they leave behind and you pick up. I think it's fantastic. Jolene says, uh, my dad, I would tell him I love him and talk about my Bigfoot hunting because he enjoyed all things I had to show him of pictures. And I miss all of his opinions on a lot of evidence. You know, the thing is, and, and some of these, some of you I know very well. And I remember when uh, Jolene's father passed away and it's, um, you know, it's tough. It's tough to see our friends uh, lose loved ones, isn't it? Teresa says, my dad, I'd let him know I didn't abandon him, that I did search, and most of all, that I love and miss him. 
Joe has a very different take, and I think it's valid as well. Um, all these are valid. Uh, Joe says, uh, I don't think I would, honestly. He wouldn't, he wouldn't want to do the five-minute thing. I know that might sound a bit crass, but it would only be for me and not for them. Five minutes would not resolve any lack of action on my part. I believe in their current state that they would know my heart or they would be oblivious to earthly concerns. And I, I, I would just challenge that, Joe, by saying, in, in, my, in my opinion, who cares if it's just for you? You know, honestly, who cares if it's just for you? It's okay to have these things because a lot of times, and, and anyone who has gone to a medium who asks about, like, I want to ask about, you know, my dad. I want to ask about, they want to make sure they're all right. They're asking for themselves. And that's part of the grieving process. But, you know, I, I, I respect, um, I respect your, your, uh, your take on that. And Sharon responds to that. And she says, I was actually thinking the same thing and then having the pain of losing them all over again. And that is something, you know, five minutes goes like five seconds, doesn't it? Shar says, uh, my grandpa, just to tell him how much he meant to me, how much of a hero he was in my life, and because he was so quiet to know I heard every word he said when he did talk. Also to make up for lost time when he was here and family drama kept me from seeing him. Now, Pamela, hi, Pamela. I'd like to have five minutes with my sister and ask her if there's anything she would have done differently and or what she would have liked to do had she lived since she was 18 when she passed. Jennifer, well, actually, Lisa. Lisa says, I'd think I'd pick my life partner, Scott. I came down with COVID a week before he passed. He was placed in hospice on Wednesday of that week, and he passed four days later. I tested negative after five days and tried to spend as much time as I could with him until he passed. By the time I could see him, he couldn't speak, and I wasn't alert. So I feel there was a lot left unsaid. I'm so sorry, Lisa. It's, uh, you know, and, and especially, I mean, this wasn't during lockdown, but I also remember during lockdown, all of those, all of those uh, uh, friends who were unable to see their loved ones because they couldn't get into, um, into a hospital to visit. Uh, Jennifer says, I would like to talk to my aunt. She passed away tragically at a young age. I was very young also. I'm told I'm a, I'm a lot like her. I'd like to know if she's proud of the person I've become, if I'm really following in her footsteps or not. And now with my dad, her brother, being sick, if she could tell me when that horrific day will come. I don't know if I'd want to know that myself. Jessica says... Um, I wouldn't want five minutes because it'd be hard to let them go again. Very true. I mean, that's very true. And maybe it's cruel on my part to, uh, to say uh, five minutes, you know what I mean? But at the, at the same time, it's like, you know, <clears throat> it's hard to get, you know, any time, right? Um, have any of you just ever thought about that and just, uh, just uh, kind of daydreamed? about those people you're talking about and what would that conversation look like? I know I have. 
Jody says, uh, my father, he passed when I was seven years old. I would just love to hear him and get his thoughts on life. That's the one thing that I loved talking to my dad would be just hearing his thoughts. Jill. Jill says, uh, my best friend and first love, Ken. I would sit with him in our favorite spot to watch the sunrise together again, hugging him the entire time, not to say anything, but to listen to anything he wanted to say to me. I missed him so much in life. I don't know how to live on the rest of my entire life here without him. I contemplate in silence when I sit in beautiful surroundings, wondering when I'll be beside him again, as the sound of his voice and words of advice replay in my mind. Thanks for asking. Tracy says, Mom, I would tell her how much I love and miss her and would want reassurance that she is watching us and not missing out on all the moments that I wish she was here for. And that one is a little bit harder because I share that mom with Tracy. Bruce says, Birth mother, dad, grandparents, anything they want to talk about. Quick fill in the blanks on family history and how much they are missed and loved. Sounds like a speed reader there with uh, getting all that in in five minutes. Brian says, I would talk to my dad and see if he could show me where a few geological sites are. He had two he always wanted to show me, but we didn't have time when in those places. He loved rocks. Sharon just says, my biological father that I never got to meet. Michael says, I would spend that time in telling them how much I love them, how much they have impacted my life, and how much they matter to this world. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, let's see here. Uh, and I'm, I'm kind of looking at the, uh, uh, the comments. And if I, I you know, I'm just going to say, if it's in the comments, I'm going to read them. Uh, just I don't want you all to, I'm, I'm just hoping it's nothing too personal. Uh, Nancy says, yes, I wish I would have asked my parents about themselves. And I think about what I would ask. I think about, uh, this is, you know, me now talking. I think that um, my dad and my mom both grew up in Northeast Minneapolis, you know, around the area of like, uh, you know, Ritz Theater and, uh, you know, close to uh, uh, Central Avenue and, and all those areas in, in Minneapolis. And uh, I always wanted, when he was still able to drive around and stuff, I always wanted to take him around these areas and record him, either with a camera or audio recorder, and just tell me what it was like back in the day. We talked about doing it and never did. Just like uh, the whole family, I talked to my parents when they were alive and talked about we should just have a party one day where we invite all of our relatives over and uh, they um, bring family pictures and we just do a massive scanning session where we just put them on a scanner, all these pictures, and we just keep scanning them and then later we just send all those out to people uh you know because there you know it's just so much uh that uh there was just so much family and pictures we haven't seen in so long i hadn't mentioned uh my that uh my sister sent me a picture of uh my grandfather on my dad's side a picture of my dad or my dad when he was what was he eight or something like that the earliest picture i've ever seen of him 
These are like lost treasures, right? It's just incredible. Who else do we have here? Melanie says, I would enjoy spending time with my grandma. She was a great cook and a baker. If I had five minutes with her, I would ask her how she made homemade donuts and a family fave, Lefsa. I would want her to show me how to make these items in her kitchen where she lived. Uh, it's, it's, isn't that something? You know, I, if there is a message to be taken from this, uh, just remember that uh, the message here is simply this, that uh, for all of us who are thinking about what we should be doing, wouldn't be nice if, you know, and if we're able to do it, do it, right? <laughs> it just, uh, it changes so quickly, doesn't it? Mary says, both my parents, I was not around when they passed. I'd like to uh, see, I'd like to see them. I love them. Sorry I was not there. But everything is okay. <clears throat> Annette says, that is a very hard to narrow, narrow down. I could not answer except the one that influenced me the most. Michelle says, my maternal grandmother, Rosalind Evelyn, after she died in 1995, we found out she was married before and had a boy and a girl that her ex-husband took away from her back in the late 1930s. I want to know why she never told us about them, nor that she was married before she married my grandmother, my grandfather, excuse me. She also hid the fact that she was Jewish. I want to know why she didn't tell any of us. I've been wanting to know these things since 1996. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that something? I will tell you this. Um, of someone that's... Uh, not my immediate family, but in an extended family, because I'm not going to say who it is. It's not my place. Um, after this person died and then going through his stuff, they realized they found a purple heart. Like he was awarded the purple heart. And his whole life, no one ever, he never told any of the family. That's pretty incredible. You know, that's the thing that... Um, you know, we always talk about like when when people pass um, that uh, you find out the, you know, some of the skeletons in the closet. But sometimes you find out what really made these people. And uh, not to get too much on a tangent, uh, you find out, especially uh, those who served in the military. And I would say especially like uh, World War II. I mean, I'm sure it's for all, but my experience has been with like, World War II and, and, and around that time, they just didn't talk about it. They kind of kept it to themselves. Um, this, this person um, who had the Purple Heart, <clears throat> that's pretty incredible. Uh, my great uncle, my great uncle Chet, uh, he, he saw some serious action. He was on Normandy. Uh, he uh, is, was probably one of the most gentle people I have ever seen in my entire life and uh that is that is saying you know quite a bit but he was just and the the you would have to kind of pull it out of him a little bit about the war because uh, i i did for i needed to uh talk to him for uh some uh class project i was doing he didn't shy away he wasn't like oh we don't talk about that he's he he was fine answering any question and talking about it once you asked him about it but you never got any sort of like 
um, yeah, you know, I'm, you know, he, he just, he just didn't do it. And, and I, I find it personally so charming and so beautiful when I see veterans wearing their hats that say uh, where they served, how they served, what platoon they served, you know, I find that so charming and I, I respect that so much. My great uncle was never like that. He, he was just uh, somebody who, um, <laughs> he just did not uh, uh, make that known. And, you know, one of his, uh, one of the most scary stories with him was on Normandy when his, uh, he was in a tank with somebody else and uh, this other person, he wanted to see what was going on outside. And he opened up the top of the tank and stuck his head out and only uh, his body came back in, no head. So uh, definitely, uh, definitely not a great, uh, not a great situation there. Uh, so, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's something else. That's for sure. Uh, why don't we go ahead and, uh, do this, uh, while we, while we can, there's, uh, we've got some more to get to, but, uh, at the moment I want to go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the question of the week. Also, if you want to put your answer to the question, if you'd like to share it, please put it into the comments as well. We'd greatly appreciate it. Otherwise, I hope you're enjoying this. You're listening to Ghost Box Radio on AM 950. And join us Monday on Ghost Box Radio with Greg Bakken because we're going to pay tribute to John Yost. Uh, we had John on about a year ago. We did this one-off special called Ghost Box Radio After Dark. It was on a Saturday night. And uh, what we were trying to do there was uh, simply just uh, have a discussion about alien encounters. And uh, John gave us his take on it. It was a two-hour program. We had Shar on there. We had another gentleman named John on the phone. Uh, and it was a really impactful program. We only aired it once. I'm going to break it up into two parts because it was a two-hour program. I'm going to do that Monday and Tuesday. And uh, from there, uh, hopefully, uh, you all get to see this uh, wonderful person, John. Uh, he was, he was uh, very, uh, very gentle, very kind. Uh, he was very kind with his time when we were trying to get ready for this. And I, I greatly appreciate everything he did. He was uh, diagnosed with pancreatic cancer last year. Uh, the the uh, the treatment that he needed was unbelievably expensive. His GoFundMe was like two hundred some thousand dollars just to pay the bills, and they got they did very well, but not well enough. Um, you know, it just it just didn't hit the it didn't hit the mark. And uh, he, him and I kept in pretty good contact throughout the last year. He would update me with um, his, his situation. He would send me pictures. Uh, at one point, he was feeling pretty good, uh, all things considered. Uh, ultimately, on February 13th, he lost his battle. And uh, I just really want to uh, pay tribute to him and air those episodes that... Uh, that we uh, had back in April. If you want to as well, go check out, he did a film called Alien Abductions Answers. And in that, he talks about his situation, his, his exposure to aliens as well. Uh, it's, it's very good. He talks to other people as well. It's not just about him. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great film. 
you know, and, and hopefully, you know, these this question of the week is honestly meant to kind of be beautiful, kind of remind us, not that it's my place to remind any of you, but just to kind of, you know, talk about uh, some of the stuff. I hope I'm not bumming you all out tonight as we're getting into the weekend. Uh, I, this is really meant to be more, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you can tell, I was kind of choking up a couple times. Uh, it's, it's, it's actually uh, pretty, pretty tough, though Pamela does say, uh, these really help us to realize that we all leave some sort of impact. You know, and it's a funny thing is, it'd be interesting to know with those people who left us and the impact that they left us. Like I think about Diana with her uh, trying new foods and stuff. And it could very well have been that they, they were, you know, her and her uncle were like, let's go to new places all the time. There might be some stuff that is uh, included on there that uh, is kind of like, uh, well, um, I had no idea that this would have been an impact to you if, if you asked them. I think that'd be kind of fun. Like, you know, there's stuff that has impacted me that my dad has done that I do to this day that I'm sure he'd be like, what? I didn't even, I didn't even know you were interested in that. You know, I, I think that that would be kind of cool to see. Uh, so uh, if, if this is bumming you out, I do apologize. It is not my intention, but I have some more I'd like to read. Um, Emily says, uh, this one is difficult, wowza. Uh, she thinks it would be her aunt. Uh, she died young while I was a newborn. I don't know her, but I've always felt a connection to her. Most of my family and both sides have passed on, but she really stands out. I think that's very interesting, uh, especially as uh, you were a newborn. Uh, I think about my own grandfather, my mom's dad, uh, who passed because uh, he had, um, uh, it was stemmed from alcoholism. He was a pretty bad alcoholic. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, you think about that as well. You think about uh, the stories, uh, actually both sides, mom and dad. And you think about the stories and you think about how well they turned out, all things considered. Uh, I just, I find that to be very fascinating. But my grandpa, he, he died well before I was ever born. He, he died shortly after my sister was born, who's four years older than I am. So, you know, never seen, but he's come through Spirit Box for me. His name, his name Lou has come through Spirit Box for me. And that kind of is, it makes me a little leery, to be very honest, in the sense that, uh, <clears throat> in the sense that, you know, he wasn't a great father to my mom. He wasn't a great husband to my grandma. Has, has that changed? Has he crossed? You know, all those questions. <clears throat> and then you cough. That's also part of it. Let's see here. Uh, Todd Gatewood says that that is a difficult one. Suzanne says, at my age, there are many. The most recent was an in-law, David, who was kind, saw things skillfully, helped me tremendously, but ended up with uh, myeloid lymphonia at 84. I'd just like to ask if there is anything he would want to tell me. I didn't get to see him after his illness, although I wanted to and asked his wife. She thought it wasn't necessary, and he slept most of the time. Um, yeah, yeah, that's too bad. I think that's really too bad. Stacy says, I would want five more minutes with my dog. Oh my God. You, you know, you think, okay, so I, I, if anyone knows, uh, I'm a big animal person. So, you know, if I start bawling over this one, um, 
let's see here and then i then i lose it uh let's let's see here <laughs> i lost there we go i would want five more minutes with my dog anytime any place i would tell him how much i miss him and that he's still the bestest little boy oh my god uh, there are no people that I need five more minutes with. I'm, I don't know if she meant that in a funny way. <laughs> but <laughs> There's no people that I need five more minutes with. I want the dog. I don't care about the rest of you. Oh, Stacy, that's probably close to me as well. My parents, yes, a couple. There is actually a couple relatives that I think of on occasion. But uh, there are, uh, what, uh, five cats now that I'd love to catch up with, especially uh, Dave and AJ. All right. Well, that that was. I hope I hope um, you don't mind me laughing about your last sentence there. Uh, Mary says it wouldn't be enough, but I'd sure take five minutes with my mom, who died in two thousand three. I'd be happy to spend those five minutes with the same person she was when she died, just to chat about everything she's missed, and everything we have missed about her. That's beautiful. Um, let's see, uh, Nancy. Um, she. We already read something from her comments, but I'm just going to read what she wrote on here. I'd ask them about their lives. What were the best and worst moments in a nutshell? My parents were young, and I didn't get to ask them. Mom, 48, and Dad, 52. Hmm. Uh, or my cousin, and ask him if it was on purpose or an actual overdose or someone else's orchestration. I bet there's a lot of questions around stuff like that. Tara says, my fraternal twin, why? I don't know if she's asking me why. Like why? Why do you want to know? I, I just I, I just asking the question. I, I, it's not like I know anything else. Um, but uh, yeah, very interesting, isn't it? Uh, Bruce in the comments says, "Fascinating how we all have similar yet different thoughts on the topic, yet all is about reconnecting." It is, you're, Bruce. You're absolutely right. It's it's very much about. Um, I just would like to catch them up. You know, I just like to let them know. You know, about stuff. I know, and not to speak for my sister, we read hers earlier, but I know with three children. Um, who, uh, let's see, I'm trying to think, uh, still in high school, well, uh, one was still in high school, I think the other two might have just got in or still middle school or something, or even younger, especially with my dad, but, you know, you think about, you know, you know that that's the stuff that Tracy would have loved to have my parents see, and I personally believe that they're there, and I think she does to a certain extent too, but you want you still want to see their reaction to things. You still would like to see them talk about it. You know, all that stuff, all of that stuff. And so I don't know. I find it, um, I find it very interesting. And I am, uh, you know, I, I've, this was a really, I, I love this. I love this question. I hope that everyone else enjoyed uh hearing it i you know it's just it's hard not to feel um sadness for some of you um because you can i can feel i can feel the sadness in the answer and uh it's it there is a lot of unfinished business when it comes to death isn't there there is a lot of um and you know unfinished business has such a kind of weighty term to it but it doesn't have to be weighty it's just more of like you know i just wanted to know about this I wanted to know about that. I like to cook, and my mom used to make uh, this uh, baked chicken that she did this amazing gravy for. And she had asked me before, "Do you want to know how to make it?" You know, I've had you know at that point, let's see, about forty-six years to ask her how to make this gravy, and I never did. 
not that every day I'm like, oh, I wish I had that gravy, but I wish that I would have asked. Um, you know, and and uh, I don't know if she ever really knew the reason why I got into cooking, and I do it quite a, I do my own cooking, which I mean, I, I don't want to sound like, you know, I'm a big boy and I can wear, you know, growing up pants and stuff, but it's true. I, I do a lot of cooking. If you're on my Facebook page, you'll see like all the stuff I make. Um, and that's strictly down um, simply because I wanted to have food like she made. That's why I did it. Um, that's why I learned how to cook. Because I, I didn't want to be in a world where I didn't have that kind of food. So I'll make stuff the way that she made them. And it may not be the way that other people would like them, like, would like them but that's okay. I'm not making it for them. I'm making it for me. Just like everyone else would cook that way. But that's one of those things that, you know, I don't know if mom would ever really know. That's why I really got into to cooking and stuff. Because I really wanted to emulate what she was doing. So... <clears throat> You know, there is something like that. Now, the other side of it, of course, is that both mom and dad, it's one, it's one of two things. Neither of them could teach me how to do anything, or I just wasn't very smart enough to, to soak it in. My dad tried to teach me how to do stuff with cars and, like, you know, oil changes and stuff, and I'm just like, ah, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, I don't think he was the greatest teacher when it came to that, in my opinion. But uh, and, and mom would be all about, well, how do you... You know, when, you're, when you start cooking, you're kind of... You're kind of looking for those like, like I want you know a third of a cup of this and uh, a teaspoon of that that sort of thing. And, and she was all about well you put a little bit of this in and you put a little bit of that in, and it's like okay I I, I don't I don't know how to to do that um, I, I mean because a little bit of that could be like you know three cups and I wouldn't know so. Yeah, it's 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 funny. It's funny how that works, and uh, and it's also funny how time flies, doesn't it? And I I think about that with uh, one of the the answers I read that somebody had said that um, basically you know that their mom passed away in two thousand three, you know, and you know that first year in particular is is very tough, but then there's that whole thing as well of next thing you know five years have passed, you know, next thing you know, it is, uh, you know, it's just, there is so much and that's just, just kind of sad. Uh, going over to the AM 950 Facebook page where I posted this as well. Um, Larry had said that he would say that I'd love them more than I could ever say. That's very sweet. Uh, Sharon said, I would tell my mom how much her love and all of her sacrifices meant to her children and how we all became kind and loving adults because of who she was. And, you know, I mean, boy, it's, it's cliched now, isn't it, to say, tell them, tell them now, tell them everything now, because you never know when they're going to... For some reason, it's really hard to tell people the stuff that it should be talked about every day, isn't it? Like, every day, it's like you want to just tell somebody, you know what you, what you mean to me? You know, you know what life is like because... You are here, and yet for some reason, some of us, not all of us, absolutely not all of us, um, find it hard. And I, I certainly raise my hand and say, I am not great at that because I'm not. I am not great at that at one, one bit, and uh, I just uh, I, I realize that. I realize that, and that's something I'm working on. That's something I've been working on the past you know, 10 years, trying to be more 
you know, um, more obvious with gratitude to the people who mean the most to me because it does go by very fast. And the older you get, you know, the more, the more people start dropping off around you. So, um, I feel like I'm, I'm doing really well with words tonight. Uh, but you get my drift, you get my drift. So yeah, interesting question tonight, isn't it? Thank you all so very much for all the personal, um, for all the the uh, personal experiences and personal thoughts that you shared with us tonight, it means a lot to me. It truly does. It's not something I take for granted at all. Please know that because uh, it is it is so so important. And uh, it's just as uh, let's see here. Nancy says I tell people, but they find it maudlin. I'm 63. TikTok uh, kids, honestly. Um, it's it's true though. It is true. It's it's one of those things that uh, just is is pretty pretty crazy. So uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's really where we are uh, with that. Now uh, I just like to say as we wrap up the week, don't forget Monday we're going to play an episode of uh, Ghost Box Radio After Dark. Um, it's going to be the episode in memory of uh, John Yost. Uh, please make sure to visit Ghostbox Radio to find past episodes of our radio show and like us over at Facebook at Ghostbox Radio with Greg Bakken. Also sends any comments or feedback to comment at ghostboxradio.com. Don't forget to check in, uh, check out the best of Ghostbox Radio airing Saturdays at 8 p.m. or Sundays at 4 p.m. on AM 950. Everyone, once again, please join me tomorrow at the Charvinity Fair at the uh, Marriott Airport Hotel. Everyone, have a great night. And uh, we will see you Monday.